Hey there, beautiful people. I'm Avis Boone. So glad to have you join me here on That's How We Roll, the podcast where we go behind the curtain up on stage or out in the world and talk with professionals, entrepreneurs, business owners, organization leaders, creatives, and artists about their business, their creativity, their goals, and about their lives. And hey, whatever else we want to talk about. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. It is a pleasure to introduce today's guest, Vivian Hurado. Vivian is an actress, model, voice actor, host, and founder of Girl, Love Yourself Now. Vivian has had roles on New York on the cover, Saturday Night Live, and played a defense attorney on the NBC television show, Shades of Blue, starring Jennifer Lopez. She also had a role in the award-winning feature film, Dirty Shield. Vivian and the cast of Exile Is My Home received the 2016 Ola Award for the Outstanding Performance by an Ensemble Cast. She has served as host for the Latino Film Market Film Festival for the past three years. Vivian is also the founder and president of Girl Love Yourself Now, an organization whose mission is to empower women with the tools to strengthen their skills and give them the confidence necessary to love themselves and create the life of their dreams. It is a pleasure to welcome today's guest, Vivian Harado. Hi, Avis. That is such a beautiful introduction. Thank you so much for having me on your wonderful podcast. (laughs) Thank you, Vivian. I appreciate you being here. I want to start with this wonderful quote that, that I found in your bio. Loving yourself is an inside job. Step into the magic of appreciating everything about yourself. And I believe that that in itself sums up your mission for Girl, Love Yourself Now. Tell me how you got started, how that became a concept, and what led you to this. Just just reading the quote is it's very inspiring and motivating in itself. Just talk a little bit about Girl, Love Yourself Now. Well, I am obsessed with self-esteem. When I grew up, I really didn't know how valuable and fantastic I am. <laughs> so I, I finally, um, the awareness of my awareness of my self-esteem was pointed out when I was in a commercial acting class. And the coach, he was talking about all the technicalities of how to introduce the product on camera. And after doing his teaching his technique, he said, okay, everyone, now I want you to think, what are you bringing to the party? I was like, oh, my God, what am I bringing to the party? I said to myself, I have nothing to bring to the party. And all of a sudden, I was just thinking about everything that was wrong about me and what I needed to fix about me. And finally, I said, well, you know, this is not, this is not healthy. So my epiphany in life was when I came across the book, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And this is where I began my journey in discovering what I was bringing to the party. Because what I'm bringing to the party is me, is, is my uniqueness, my value. And that is something that is really not taught in school. You know, maybe we're lucky if we have one or two teachers who point out how wonderful you are, how valuable you are. But the majority of women, they don't have that because it's not really common to have that kind of acknowledgement in a girl or in a woman. 
That's a great revelation that for you to to find that out about yourself. It really is. And you're, and you're right. Sometimes in, in our lives, we don't have someone that recognizes what we have to give. We have a lot more than we anticipate and than we even know about ourselves. Exactly, Avis. You see, we run around questioning our self-worth, when in reality, we are perfect exactly as we are. We are perfect because we are unique. There's no one else like you, Avis. There is no two, two same fingerprints or the same snowflake. We are unique individuals, and we are not a mistake. No one is a mistake. Mm-hmm. So we walk around believing that when we have this, or when we have that, whatever it is, when we gain 20 pounds, if we lose 20 pounds, when if whatever, just fill in the blank, that the world will be better and that we'll feel better about ourselves, when in reality, that's an illusion. So when we get over that idea that when we have something, we're going, we are going to be better, then that's when we start stepping into the magic of appreciating everything about ourselves. You're correct. However, that is a process. It's a journey. And like you said, we each bring something to the party. And you can't have a party without, you need tables, you need chairs, you need plates. And so each of us is creative in our own way. We have our own thing. And together, we make a whole. Sometimes you have to have a manager. Sometimes you have to have, somebody has to be the boss. But together, it's a team. And together, you bring what you bring, and it will all come together and make a beautiful whole. It's important to teach young girls that they are fantastic and amazing, like you said, amazing, just the way they are. Exactly. We need to understand that and accept that for ourselves because we are living in a fractured world. And more than ever, we need to be kind to each other. And more than ever, we have to know that we have meaning. We Don't go outside looking for meaning. The meaning is inside ourselves. And the meaning is, how can I get to know myself better? If I wake up every day and I know, well, or if I go to sleep every day and I go, well, today I learned something new about myself. Today I was a little bit kinder to myself. Today I corrected myself, talk about myself. I feel good about myself. Then that's that's the impact we came to do in this world to help uplift everyone. The, the goal of everything in life is happiness. Mm. We want to have things because we think things are going to make us happy. So let's be happy first. And then the things, when the things do come, then we can just enjoy them. Right. Uh, love ourselves first, just like your organization says. Love yourself now, because if we don't love ourselves, we're not going to be able to love other people. And we have to accept how we are with our imperfections and, and flaws, because we are all flawed. But we have to embrace them, and then we just strive to do better. I think that that's important. I, I love what you just said, Avis, because... This is exactly what motivated me to create Girl Love Yourself Now. When I booked my role on Jada's Blue, I had actors asking me, oh, how did you book this role? How did I meet your agent? I said, well, you know what? Let me get my team together. I'll have a little panel event, and whoever wants to come can listen and ask questions. I did that, and it was very successful. After the panel event, um, some women and girls came up to me and said, well, how do you deal with rejection? How do you, you how do you deal with displaying and, and radiating this confidence about yourself? 
I said, well, you just have to really be kind to yourself. You have to be gentle. You have to believe in yourself. You have to accept where you are right now and know that that's enough. And they go, yeah, you're right, but how do I do that? How, how do I reach that? Exactly. <laughs> that, that just seems so far away. <laughs> and as actors, we are used to getting rejection because it's not easy because we can take rejection well. It's not easy, but it's a fact of life. Everybody isn't going to like you. Everybody doesn't is not going to think that you're that you're the best thing since sliced bread. That's just the reality of it. And thank you for segueing into the the part about rejection. Exactly, Avis. And as you know, in the acting world, auditions it's a number mm-hmm. game. It's it, the more you audition the better you get and the quicker your book. When it's, uh, one of my favorite actors, right, or my favorite act- actress is Jennifer Lopez, of course, and Will Smith. And what I love about Will Smith is that he says, you have to hurry up and make mistakes in order to succeed. You are never going to succeed if you don't fall because that's when you learn. That is so true. And Jennifer Lopez, what I love about her is that she says, I have affirmation written all over my trailer, in my home, about how wonderful, how fabulous I am, and how fabulous life is, and how wonderful all of my relationships are, and how good life is. And that's the kind of messages we need to constantly tell ourselves. I made a mistake. Okay, that's great. What do I learn? Get up and go. And just read the message on the wall. You are wonderful exactly as you are. And keep on going, keep on moving, and share that with your girlfriend. Yeah. Call them up and say, listen, I just got home. I had the worst audition. I punched <laughs> it. But you know what? I'm just going to keep on going. And, and, and all you need to do is just express that feeling. Don't hold on to it. Get yourself a pity party for about 15 or 20 minutes. We deserve yeah. it. And then just... And then just give it up, don't dwell in it, and move on to the next project audition. And sometimes that worst audition turns out that it could be the best audition and you could actually really get the job. That has happened several times where you just say, oh, I know they're not going to call me. They're never going to call me. And then you get the call. And you're like, but it, it wasn't good. But somebody saw something. And, and that's what it is. You, you could have had the best audition but you might not be the person that they see in that role, regardless of how great your audition was. And sometimes you audition for one thing, but they might like you for something else. Exactly. It's auditions. The production company, they have a buffet. They're looking for something. They're looking. There's a lot on the table. There's different kinds of actors that come in, short, tall, um, straight hair, curly hair. And they're choosing, this is exactly this, you fit in this. And I have a story about um, having a very uncomfortable audition with a casting director that I I said, oh, he'll never call me again. This is it. It's the end. And I'm terrible. Um, I went to have an audition with the casting director, Rob Christina. I love him. He's just a great coach and a great casting director. So when I got up to do my scene, I don't know what happened. Words were coming out of my mouth, but I just couldn't understand what I was saying. I don't know if that ever happened. <laughs> You're kicking yourself. I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm doing my scene, but it, and you have that little voice saying, what are you doing? And I, <laughs> I think that same person was talking to me at times as well. <laughs> Visited you many times too, right? And I said, but you know what? I played it off like I did a great job. 
I did my thing. I stood there. I waited for feedback. There was no feedback. I said, okay, thank you. And I left. <laughs> I said, oh, my God, that was terrible. <laughs> well, do you know that that same casting director, Rob Destina, he's the casting director for Shades of Blue, he called me in for the role of what I did on as the attorney. I was like, how could he call me in? This is insane. But you know what? I prepared. I just prepared, prepared, prepared for the audition. And I said, okay, I'm as prepared, as cooked, as baked <laughs> as I can be for this audition. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to burn it. So I walked in. Uh, I was acting like if I was confident and I went in front of that camera. I did that in one take and he looked at me and he said, thank you. And next thing I know, I got the call in a couple of days that I got the role. But that goes to show you, sometimes what you think is the worst about you is is your perspective. Right. And it's not fair for you to use that self-perspective and hold it against people out there, um, producers and directors who need your talent, mm -hmm. because you have to give what you have because they are looking for you. Otherwise, you wouldn't have this desire to act. There's a reason why we have this desire to act and to perform. And there's a reason why that act, that director, producer and casting director called you in. So just give your best and forget yeah. about it. Just keep on walking. Yeah. Sometimes I've had those auditions where I do the audition and then I'm like, and I walk out. Thank you very much. You know, you say, thank you. Nice meeting you. What did, what did I just say? <laughs> and, and and that's not even, that wasn't even the attitude. I, I don't even know what happened in there. And, and I have that all the time where you, when you said like a dream state, like a, like, it seems like I wasn't even there mm -hmm. and I'm thinking, what happened? I was prepared. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I had the copy down and I get in that room and then it's like, well, okay, I, I don't even know what's happening at this point. I've, I've been there many times. I'm sure I will be there again. It's just the process. And the, those are some of the times where I, ended up actually booking something or at least getting a call back and not dream through it this time. Exactly. Let me enjoy it. It's, it's like our coaches, acting coaches, they always say, go in. You're not looking to book the, the role. You're looking to book the room. You're looking to have the opportunity. This is your opportunity to perform, to enjoy yourself. And it's hard to, to grasp because we want, we want this role. We need yeah, exactly. it. We really want it. <laughs> and also, I heard one actor, he, but he's also a, a coach. He said, when you have an audition, this is your role. So just go into the room like this in your head. All these casting people in your head, you're saying, thank you. Welcome to my production. Thank you for showing up here. This is my role. And that's the attitude that you have to have. So you're owning it before you have it. Exactly. Yes, because, you know, you have something wonderful to offer. So last year, we were dealing with the pandemic. There was no work for us. All the auditions and go-sees, they happened online, on Zoom, or we had to do self-taping. And, and being an actor is a full-time job without full-time pay, of course. And we're constantly running to auditions that we said go-sees and classes. And a lot of us have other jobs uh, between gigs. Is there something that, that you do between gigs to pay for your classes? And the, the other question is, how do you stay inspired and motivated while you are doing your other jobs? 
Well, Avis, thank you so much for asking this question because every time I share this with another actor, they're they're in awe because they never knew about this or they're not very familiar with the type of work. But in the past couple of years, I've been working as a standardized patient. A standardized patient is they is where a medical firm hires actors in order to play the role of a patient who has a condition that needs to be healed, a headache, a stomach ache, back pain, a leg, leg pain, or inflammation, whatever. So I receive a script. I have to memorize the script because it has to be standard. The entire conversation, every actor who goes to play this role has to say the same things and answer the same same words in the same way. I memorize the script. I go in. I'm, I've been very popular with depression cases lately. Uh, I wonder <laughs> and, why. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, 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 and I'm so happy they're really addressing depression because it's very needed. So I, I memorize it, I go in, and then the medical student or the doctor starts the interview. It's a medical interview, a medical, they take a medical history, ask you questions, your family history, social history. And it's, it's a way for them to practice how to express more empathy during the interview, during the conversations. You know, doctors come in, they rush in, yeah, how are you? What do you have? What do you, what do you got? Yeah, oh, okay. Um, yeah, um, okay, here's a prescription and I'll see you in two weeks. That's it and they run out. So now doctors are understanding that having empathy and having a little bit more how to control your time or how to use your time more effectively so you can help that patient heal and feel important and feel valuable. So I've been doing this for the past couple of years, and and it's been very rewarding. As I said, I, I really appreciate that the doctors are now understanding that the way they speak to a patient really influences the way the patient is going to heal. It's a holistic approach. So how do you stay inspired and motivated? You know, we all have other jobs that we do outside. You have the standardized patient jobs. How do you stay inspired and motivated as an actor when you have downtime? Well, watching other actors work, um, my favorite actors, watching how they overcame their challenges and became successful. The desire for me to act is something that I really can't control. It's there. I, I've tried. I've tried to give it up, but I, I can't. And, you know, I, there's, there's been many times that I said, okay, that's it. I'm, I'm going to go get a regular job. I want a regular life. I want to know that I'm, you know, that I have a steady income and I can make a plan. But it pulls you I'm back. Like, I have no it plan. pulls you back. <laughs> But somehow, you know, you, you see something on TV or one of your good friends booked a nice role and or you just feel like you need to um, express yourself. I, I constantly go around seeing different characters in my mind and, and seeing ways to express. I see people on the street and I say, wow, that could be a movie. Look at that. That's an interesting character or that's an interesting scene and, and, and that's what keeps me motivated to continue to express myself as an artist, as an actor, and and I, I just love what I do. I love being on the set. I love being around other actors. I love being around um, other d- directors and writers. I just feel like I'm at home. 
I really do. And yeah, you like being around creatives. Uh, I I think that's yeah. that's key because I really enjoy that. Just to see what other people's concepts are and the things that that motivate them and inspire them. And you, and you are very motivating and very inspirational as well. I just have to say that. And you are also very very busy all the time. And for the last three years, you hosted the Latino Film Market Film Festival. And and again, you are there because you like to be around creatives. It keeps your juices flowing, whether or not it's talking to a filmmaker or another actor that's there. So talk about the festival a little, a little bit. Well, the Latino Film Market Festival it was found is founded by a good friend of mine. Her name is Arilene Martinez Gora. Um, she's a filmmaker and educator from Puerto Rico. So we started um, working together. She it was I think her first year um, initiating this nonprofit film festival. And she asked me if I was interested in helping her. And I said, sure, I'd love to. I, I, I love film. And, and to be honest with you, I, there aren't many Latina film directors or film producers that I come across that are as successful as Arilina's and as humble and fun to work with. So I said, yeah, I'll, I'll help you. And she said, okay, so here, this is your script. I'm going to start. And you start opening the, the festival with the script. I'm like, what? So I, <laughs> I, she, said, yeah, you can, she said, don't worry. You'll be great. You're perfect for it. And then from there, she said, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet you the next day if, you, if you're free. And I'd love to shoot you saying the script because I want to do the promo for the film festival. And I want you to promote it. I, I'm like, Wow, I was honored because it's it's wonderful to be able to work with women who are motivated, who are creating, and and who are humble at the same time. It really is motivating in itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the first year was like that, and the second year she came back, she invited me again. And then this year was the third year. We worked during the pandemic. It was, I think it was in June. She called me. She said, "I'm gonna." She was in Puerto Rico. I'm gonna go to New York and shoot the um, inter- the um, film festival, the the, the promo. And um, would you be interested? I was like, "Well, you know, as long as we're all wearing masks and we're social distancing." And she said, "We'll have everything prepared." So I I did it. I did. I put on my mask, my makeup, my gown, <laughs> and we went outdoors and we shot the promo. Yeah, I remember seeing your Instagram it. live, and 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 you did this mm-hmm. in the height of the pandemic. It was at the height of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It was in June, I think. Yes, it was June, and and it was it was so liberating. I was like, wow, this is so good to be outdoors and and shooting with a great team and have fun and. This is what I love to do, and we. She did a successful job. A success. As a matter of fact, um, Adeline Martinez and my company, my 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 organization, Girl Love Yourself. Now, we did um, produce a TV show called um, Empowering Women in Media, and we did a panel, and we shot it at the TV studios, Manhattan Neighborhood Network. Are you familiar? Yes, with I'm them? familiar with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we did. We shot, and it was it was a great experience, and that also got us closer, and we we really became close in in creating, and we, we're talking about producing some things together, and and collaborating in other future projects. Collaboration is such a great motivator as well. It's very motivational to to have like minds come together to create something. 
And I find that there are so many women-centric organizations out there that if we could all support each other collectively as much as we possibly can and as much as much as we support our own brand, the sky is the limit. It's not always about financial support, but it's just about when you really get and really feel the support of another organization that has the same cause as you have. Exactly. I I really admire um, Women in Arts and Media Coalition. It's, it's a wonderful organization, and I really love the work that you are doing as co-president. Oh, thank you. Yes, it's, it's a wonderful organization, and I... I think it's very needed. You, you, your organization has so many resources for women in, in television and film. It's, it's amazing. It really is. Well, we couldn't do it without uh, support from other organizations. So we are very thankful for that. And we are always looking for, you know, partnering with other organizations, other female-driven, women-driven organizations or companies to continue that, to lift each other up. Yes, and, and I also enjoy working with you where, um, on, on the Women's Committee in SAG after New York. You're the co-chair. It's great because I walk into these meetings and it's great to see you and, and Leslie and it, it's really comforting to know that together with among other women, we're building a nice foundation and, and a nice coalition for women. It is. It is a nice it is a nice bridge to to bring all organizations, all like minds together. Exactly. And and in order to serve, we're here to serve. We're here to uplift and to inspire. You are a great role model and an inspiration for the girls that are part of Girl Love Yourself Now, because they're going to look to you. They're going to look to your to the to the people that you have as part of your organization um, well, I, I forgot to say, I, I really wanted to, to point out that according to um, DoSomething.org, it, they, they found out that 7 in 10 girls really believe that they're not good enough or don't measure up in some way. And that's including their looks and, and their performance in school and relationships with friends and family members. The concept of really loving yourself is, is very important and, it, and it's very common for girls to not really accept themselves. And... Us as women, as women who we are more accepting of who we are and trusting of who we are, it's our duty to reach out and point out that they are valuable and they are needed and to remind them that they are the core of society. Do you have any words of wisdom, any inspiration that you can leave with us today? Inspiration? My words of wisdom, again, is girl, love yourself now mm-hmm. right now <laughs> really, really right now don't wait till tomorrow girl love yourself now and remembering that loving yourself is an inside job appreciate who you are appreciate everything about you and get to really know yourself well because the longest relationship you ever have in your life is the relationship you have with yourself you're going to wake up with yourself you go to sleep with yourself so you may as well love yourself love <laughs> Exactly. Well, Vivian, I want to thank you for being my guest today. I want to thank you for joining me. And I will have all Vivian's information in the show notes about Girl Love Yourself Now if you want to donate to the organization. I will leave everything in the show notes. And thank you so much, Vivian, for coming. 
Well, thank you, Avis. It was wonderful to be on your podcast. And much luck and success. I know you are going to be very successful. This was so joyful. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, checking out the podcast. Thank you for inviting me into your space. And until next time, I hope you will continue to thrive, grow, and be kind to yourselves and be kind to others.